Hey there, and welcome to episode 18 of Cast Reflect. I'm your host, Josh, and as always, I'm joined by Connell Luke the Truth Jennings. Hello, hello. How's it going? You all right? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. How are you? Yeah, I'm all good. Yeah, it feels like a little while since we've done one of these. Again, yeah. I say that most times, and it's been a week. Yeah. It's been about a week. Usually a week. Slightly longer than a week this time. I know, it's because because we've both been super busy recently and we've not been playing stuff together as much. Yeah. I think it's the summer as well. I was thinking about this the other day. Yeah. Because uh, we play a lot of PC stuff together and it's quite hot and sweaty sitting yeah. at the PC, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. But you're also you're just more sociable in the summer, aren't you? It's like less, also that, yeah. less also video game Most time. normal people are, yeah. I definitely it's, am. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely 100% 100% not sat playing computer every now anyway <laughs> um speaking of playing stuff have you been playing much recently i took the jump into final fantasy 12 zodiac age oh nice nice you yeah, went for after it. we talked about it the other day how are you finding it so far it's good just got the dawn shard so, oh yeah 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 nice yeah. got that one back um no it's good i think i've probably put about eight hours into it now so um, I'm enjoying it. Nice chunks. The okay. gambit system's really fun once you get used to that. Right. In okay. a weird way, you can almost make the play- game play itself. How's that work then? Because so I've not you, played Final Fantasy Twelve. It's one of the ones that I've not played. Yeah. So you each character you have like a gambit system, a gambit list for, and you can give them like you can unlock more slots for them. But say there's like five slots, and right. you can put like attack or uh, you put like a target in, so either enemy or you, or like your your party, uh, and then you can either like set the action as like cure if under seventy percent health, or oh like, nice fire if weak to fire and sort of thing. So you can oh, like right. set up this little auto automated system of moves that, that you want them to do. That's and pretty cool. Then you can just concentrate on your character, sort of thing. Right, oh, so you can only set it on your party members? No, you can set it on yourself as well. You can literally run around and not press any buttons. <laughs> that seems like quite a jump, really. Can, can you can you turn that off as well, like, if you want the... You have to pure... put it on. Oh, right. Like, okay. Individually on each on each party member. So you can, if you want, choose to play it, you know, old school. I say old school, you know, traditional. You You basically have to pick the moves and figure yeah. out weaknesses and things like that yeah but it doesn't wait for you if that makes sense so you'd have right. to keep rotating through the party members quite quickly right okay get yeah get yeah oh cool so you're enjoying it then overall yes good fun good fun it's nice. um reminds me a lot of star wars the music and like the scenes really yeah well just like that kind of aesthetic yeah 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 it's got that vibe oh cool cool I've, uh, speaking of Star Wars, I've been Star Wars, Star Wars, speaking as well. Good start, isn't it? <laughs> so what what a smooth segue that is. <laughs> Stop saying words that begin with S. <laughs> smooth segue into Star Wars. <laughs> speaking of, <laughs> nah, um, speaking of Star Wars, <laughs> I've uh, I think I've nearly completed Jedi Survivor. I think. It feels like I'm near near the end. Yeah, I've got to say, man, it's really good. Yeah, really good. It's, it's yeah, really really good. It's it's a bit buggy in places, but no way near as bad as I thought it was going to be in terms of what I'd heard 
initially, but nice. it's stunning, absolutely gorgeous looking game. And uh, the story's really, really good in this game. Like, it's really, really good Star Wars story. I'm so much more invested in the characters this game than I am in the fir- than I was in the first one. Yeah. Like, I did enjoy the first one, but this one, they've added some new characters in. Um, one or two in particular that are really, really good and like well acted. The story's actually, yeah, really, really solid. I, I kind of w- would like. It's weird, isn't it? Now because the Star Wars canon is so mental. Uh, I it's I'm just very confused by it now because I have so much storage space used up of yeah. my previous Star Wars knowledge, like that is now just redundant. Yeah, because you read loads of the extended universe and stuff, didn't you? Yeah, and I just confuse that with what's real now. I don't even know what's what anymore. Yeah, so I don't know if this is canon. Like I'm assuming it's canon, but there's some there's some stuff in it which is like this is well cool. Like, how is this not? But then you get to the point where you come back around. You're like, how is this not mentioned in other Star Wars stuff, like the movies? Mm. And there's a lot going on, mate. Yeah, yeah. And time think, to mention everything. I know, I know. It's a big galaxy, isn't it? It's a big galaxy. <laughs> but, but yeah, the story's awesome. I, I've got to say, it's, if you enjoyed the first one, I think you just this one's just better, personally. Um, what else have I been playing? Oh, I started playing Dave the Diver as well. Oh, mate, I really <laughs> want to play that. It's so good. It's so, yeah. so good, man. I've only done about five hours, I think, on it so far, but... Oh, yeah, I'm going to get that soon. It was, I think it was like 14 quid. Oh. It was like 5% off or something for the launch. Um, it came out last week. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's sick. It's so good. It's got such an addictive little loop to it. Oh, but I don't, I, like, I don't want to say too much because it's, it's got proper story. Nice. Um, it's not just... It kind of is you just dive and then come back and then you run the sushi bar at night, but there's way more to it than that. And yeah. you're not just going down for no reason every time, like just to earn more money. Like, But it's so good. But I think I want to talk about it probably a bit more when I've played a lot more of it. I really so, want to play it as well. Yeah, maybe next week or the week after or something. If you've had a chance to play it, we can have a proper chat about it. Because yeah, for an indie dev, like it's a really, really, really good game. Um, and I'm excited to play more of it. I'm excited to talk about more of it. But um, for now, I think we'll just park it and yeah. uh, we'll save it so you played some. We can have a proper chat about it. I'm glad it's good. Yeah, it's very, very good. Very good. Right, so this week... So Game Rant basically did a an article about 10 Kickstarter video games that have become iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, it was written by Blaise Santi. Apologies if I've butchered that first name. It's just B-L-A-I-S-E. Blaise, Blaise Santi. And it got me thinking, like, actually Kickstarter's been going for ages now and there's some games on this list that I was like, that's mad. I didn't realise that was Kickstarted. So I got into a bit of a rabbit hole of looking at other Kickstarted games or just crowdfunded video games in general. And there's so many on there that I had no idea were actually kickstarted originally. So I thought it'd be cool to have a chat about crowdfunding video games. And Yeah, yeah. It's interesting that you say that as well. Like, the, the more I looked into this, the more I was like, oh my God, I didn't know that was crowdfunded. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. It's really cool. There's some really big titles in there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. 
There's games, so we'll, we'll flick through the list quickly because there's only 10. We don't have to talk about every one for ages, but there's only 10 on here. And there's some on here that I've played, some on here I've not. I'd say it's about 50-50 split. But Shovel Knight, obviously one of my favourite platformers I think I've ever played. It's absolutely amazing. I did know that that was kickstarted, but yeah. considering they'd not done anything before and it was just one of those like massive success stories for Kickstarter. I think 2013 as well, it originally started. So the debut for that, and it was, it was 75 grand they needed, which is insane. And it just absolutely smashed it. It's not much money, is it really? It's not really. When you think about how much it costs to make Mm. a video game, obviously the difference is a triple A, you know, an indie development, but yeah, if you've got the talent, though, which is what I kind of want to get onto a little bit as well, is how talented some of these people are. And with just a little bit of funding, they can produce, you know, one of the best games of like the yeah. decade. <laughs> like, yeah. But yeah, that's a big one for me, Shovel Knight. Were there any on the list that you that, that caught your eye in particular? There's, it's a weird list for me because there's a lot of games on here that I've played but not played enough of. Yeah. Like um, Pillars of Eternity. I yeah, played quite a bit of, but not enough to really like warrant reviewing it or giving a solid opinion on it, sort of thing. But I yeah. really enjoyed what I did play. I just didn't play enough of it. Hollow Knight, very much the same. I mainly because of difficulty was why I didn't play much of that. <laughs> yeah, that's hard. Again, absolutely amazing game. I enjoyed what I played of it, but I just couldn't couldn't get through it, sort of thing. Nah. So it was too hard. Uh, and Undertale as well. Yeah, Undertale. Same, same story. Undertale's one that I've never played before, but you know, it's always one of those games that comes up on the list of the best video games ever or the best video games of the decade, that sort of thing. Yeah. It's always one of those that I see and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I've got it as well somewhere on something. I don't know whether it's PlayStation Plus or whatever, but it's crazy, man. Like, it's weird that I've not played some of these, you know, mm. like, because... A lot of them are the same sort of genre or style of games that I like to play as well. Mighty Number no. Nine as well was a the like the Mega Man inspired one because they hadn't made a Mega Man game for ages, and it was like the former uh, Capcom writer, uh, what's his chops, KG Inafune, who was like hmm. part of the original development, things like that. I actually think it. I actually don't think it did very well originally. Mighty Number no. Nine. I think the the sales were like pretty bad for it. But three point eight million they raised. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Absolutely it's crazy. Money. Compare that to the seventy five k for Shovel Knight. Yeah, that's got the clout of you know an original Mega Man. But it just shows you moment. the difference in like cost to make games. Yeah. Yeah. And. Actually, like when you look at the end product, no offense to Mighty Number no. Nine, I it's weirdly right. I own I think eight of these games, but I've played like five of them. Yeah, but um, Mighty no- like I've never been a Mega Man fan to be honest. That's yeah. not something I've ever really played. Um, like Shovel Knight seems like such a more impressive video game to me. Yeah, and it was yeah, made yeah. on the seventy five k, whereas. 3.8 million for Mighty Number no. 9. I suppose I suppose though it's it's not it's not so much how much money it raised because that's not exactly how much it would have cost to make the game. 
Yeah. If you know what I mean? Obviously, they have a pledge and they have a target, which they say, look, we need this amount. But if you want to keep backing us, then you're essentially paying for the game on you as well before it's out. That's true, yeah. Which is one of those. So I guess there's that caveat. But you can see, obviously, the difference between both both side-scroller platformers. Mm. One's obviously off the back of, you know, an immensely successful series from like the late 80s to now. But and Shovel Knights is this like new upstart. Yeah. I've got to agree with you. I, I'm not a massive Mega Man fan personally. Like I Mega appreciate fan. <laughs> Mega Fan fan. Yeah, I'm not a massive I'm not a mass fan personally. I can totally see why people enjoy it, but to me, Shovel Knight's just Oh, it's like a pinnacle of of like a modern day platformer, really. I say modern, you know, it came out like <laughs> it came out like eight years ago now. Speaking of platformers, though, ukulele from uh, yeah. the guys that were well, their studio that was kind of split off from Rareware, who did Banjo Kazooie and like Donkey Kong, yeah, for N sixty four. That's really good. I mean, it literally takes the same format as Banjo Kazooie as well, <laughs> with like the the little companion kind of platformer duo but yeah that did that did really well night in the woods another like, one that's like an place. early clone game isn't it yeah it kind of is yeah but i feel like they're allowed to do it because they were responsible for yeah. Banjo series it's well, like oh, oh interestingly that is exactly the same as one of the other uh games on my list of kickstarter games yeah Go maybe on. that's like a path out of out of it for like the original devs and stuff. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not on this list. So we'll go on to it in a minute. Nah, nah. Well, I like that idea though. Of, I think you, if if you're from an old school studio, and you're responsible for certain games, and then for whatever reason, like you know, Rareware got brought by Xbox. I don't know exactly what happened to the studio, but they basically stopped making the games that they were making for Nintendo. And if you want to split off, if you've got the clout that you can split off and go and do your own thing. Because like, that's basically what um what they called. Double Fine. Double Fine, yeah. Yeah, that's essentially what they did. Like, industry veteran starts his own studio, doesn't want to essentially be a publisher or have a publisher involved. So it's just like, we'll just get people Someone to Someone have to answer it. to the man, man. <laughs> exactly. And Double Fine makes some incredible games as well but it's one on here that i've never played before and embarrassingly i'd never heard of and that was shantae half genie hero yeah i've never i'd never heard of that so apparently this was a game that was goes all the way back to 2002 on game boy color developed by way forward which i'd never heard of this game before and apparently this raised nearly a million (laughs) which has now been ported to like most HD platforms, which mm. is crazy because I, I thought I'd be I thought I'd be in the loop with that one as it's a, a platformer. <laughs> Speaking of the uh, you know the studios kind of moving over, mm-hmm. Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, yeah, obviously Castlevania inspired, well massively Castlevania inspired. I started playing this and I loved what I, what I actually played of it, but for some reason never actually finished it or like got all the way through with it. Yeah, I've not played it. Nah. Nah, it looks awesome, though. It looks really, really good. 5.5 million yeah. that raised. Bloodstained. Yeah, it's mental. It's absolutely mental, isn't it? I don't know whether that was because there was 
there was like no Castlevania for ages. Yeah, you yeah. Know, like a side scroller. So it's weirdly, it's a bit like Metroid, where there just wasn't. You had some of the old Metroid games on the like DS and the Game Boy and things like that, and then there was just a massive gap where they didn't yeah. release one. And they did but they Metroid do that, Droid. don't they, Nintendo? They are a bit weird like that. Like they just stop. It's yeah. like what happened to like one of your Valve most do that as well. Yeah, Valve just abandoned their <laughs> fucking products. They're like, oh, we make these they're... amazing games, and they're just like, see you later. Always leave them wanting more. Yeah, yeah. Every year they're like half. That's how they stay on top. They're just doing like the next Orange Box, aren't they? Where they're going to release Portal Three, Half Life Three, Team Fortress Three. <laughs> and it'll be like the Green Box or something like that. That's why it's taking ages. That's why it's taking ages. I just that's what I keep telling myself anyway. Yeah. Not um, <laughs> uh, the other one on this list was Hyperlight Drifter, which yes. is an absolute banger. It's a really, really good game. Um, that did six hundred and forty grand, and its goal was twenty-seven thousand. So, absolutely insane amount, insane amount. But yeah, it's a really, really good game. The music in that game as well is done by Disaster Piece. If anyone's a fan of him, does like really, really good, really, really good music. Did the music for It Follows. You seen that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wicked. And Fez. <laughs> the music for Fez as well. And, and, and Fez. Fez. Yeah, Fez is a good game. Yeah, Fez is awesome. So looking at that list then, obviously there's a load that are kind of, mi- well, say missing that weren't included. There's a few that I wanted to mention. Mm-hmm. Um Mm-hmm. Have you got any that didn't make the list that you want to Ooh, talk about? Yes. Oh, There's a yes. big one which I've got quite a you know, few notes on, which is kind of still ongoing. But um yeah, if there's any that off the top of your head, go for it, mate. So the one that I mentioned earlier that was of a studio that previously made a title and then obviously didn't have the rights to make any more, so they just made their own Kickstarter-funded campaign. Yeah. Is uh, Phoenix Point. Right, okay. Have you heard of that? Is this the first-person shooter? No. Nah. Okay. I'll give you, knowing me, I'll give you one guess at what game. XCOM. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You gave it away when you said (laughs) that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but otherwise you weren't going to get it. Um, so it's it was uh, Julian Gollop, who was like the one of the original uh, like creators of the XCOM series, right? Um, and this is intended to be a spiritual successor to the XCOM series. So he sort of wasn't it, it, like XCOM still exists, right? But yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. story is like gone in its own way and sort of things like that, right? Yeah. So he wanted to create his spiritual successor to what he wanted XCOM to be. Yeah. After he left, sort of thing. Um, and it's so it's set in 2047 uh, on Earth amidst an alien invasion of Lovecraftian horrors. Excellent. Yeah, I thought you'd like that. <laughs> uh, and it's basically XCOM. You yeah. have individual units. It's cover-based shooting system based on chance, and you. Turn-based strategy, your way to victory, killing aliens. So is this out already, or is this currently? Came out in 2019. 
Uh, have you you must have played it, I'm assuming. Oh yeah. I was oh, gonna yeah. say you must have played it. It was on um Game Pass for a long time. Right, okay. okay. It might still be, but I don't know. How much it raised? You got how much it raised? Well, I'll put That's you on the spot question. there. You have put me on the spot. Uh hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Actually right. I can find this quite easily from now. Because I've got the page open, which has got a list of how much they'll raise. Uh, seven hundred and sixty-five thousand nine hundred and forty-eight dollars on a goal of five hundred k. Did the job, didn't it? <laughs> did the job. <laughs> did the job. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, is, are they are they doing a sequel? Do you know? Or I don't know. It was. Um, I know it struggled when it first came out. There was some performance issues and stuff. Yeah. Um, but to be honest, when I played it, I didn't really like it. Was there was performance issues, but no more than you get in XCOM anyway. XCOM's right. got loads of performance issues, so so you don't yeah. think it suffered then from I know not it got, having the the backing I, and the and the push from a publisher to help with stuff. I don't think so. No, I think it's just it's tough to make those games. There's a lot going on in them, and yeah. a, they require a lot of like load time and stuff. Yeah, there's a hell of a like, lot of balancing as well, isn't there, that goes in with it. Yeah. Like, if if I go back and play XCOM without mods on now, it seems so slow. Really? Yeah. What do you mean, just, like, from point to point, like, or between loading screens? Just everything. Yeah. Absolutely everything. And, like, even, like, on XCOM, you have to... When you exfiltrate, you have to do it one by one for each person, even if everybody's in the exfiltration zone. So you have to, like... Right. You have to be, like, evac, next person, evac next person evac. right and it's like yeah there's like mods that you can get that's just like evac all yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just makes it like 10 times quicker yeah. and yeah it's just my sense of what XCOM is as a game is so warped because i've played it for so long with mods yeah so that it's complete sense. like so if they released another one now it would, unless they added all those features in it would be weird for you yeah it'd probably feel like do a that. downgrade which is mad isn't it yeah it's weird I love mods though. I can't wait to do an episode on mods because that's going to be good. Um, there was a couple, just to jump in quick, that I, mm. I had no idea were actual crowdfunded, and that was uh, FTL, Fast and Light. Yeah, had no idea that was crowdfunded, and that's an that's an amazing, amazing game. Tiny little studio. It's got so much replayability as well. That game. Yeah, and um, Divinity as well, and the second one. Yeah, I and knew I they think, were crowdfunded. Yeah, I had no idea. I think Divinity 2 as well. Ross absolutely loves it, but it's it's usually, I mean, it's usually rated as one of the best PC games, if not the best PC mm. game, like exclusively on PC. But yeah, again, like, I cannot believe that was crowdfunded. It's it's insane how how much talent, how, how many talented developers are out there. Yeah. And how and well, how Kickstarter is such a good platform to be able to get those games made. That's what I was going to say. It's almost like it's a viable, uh, it's a viable direction for somebody to try and get a game made now, especially yeah. if you have like an IP or some sort of like, you know, if you have something big on your CV. Yeah, like industry experience already, that kind of thing. Yeah, then it's actually like a potentially viable option, especially if you're good at things like social media marketing and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think it really works well, like for the smaller 
really really small indie studios speaking like of that, studios i've got one as well that i um didn't know was crowdfunded that's a small indie studio go on that has been mentioned on the podcast before oh yeah go for it yeah do you remember kingdoms and castles do you remember i talked about that Ah, uh, yeah vaguely yeah yeah it's like a little rts city builder where you build a castle and like uh, you get invaded by vikings and dragons and stuff yeah yeah i do vaguely yeah 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 like, that is ringing a bell it was uh one of my what you've been playing recently games um, yeah. yeah yeah that yeah, was yeah. crowdfunded and had a goal of fifteen thousand dollars yeah so not much uh made a hundred and eight thousand it's mad isn't it it's crazy love it though i love it i, I think it's such a good platform because people can actually just speak with their wallet now rather than having to go through a publisher and then you end up paying about a million different people different percentages of the money where you just go through kickstarter if you if you've got a really really good idea for a game and you can get it kickstarted to this point or crowdfunded like looking at shovel knight for example like they're they're set now because they just they they've made an absolute monster of a platformer and people are just like oh yeah <laughs> that's absolutely amazing yeah and that's all from that's all from kickstarter and crowdfunding video games i think it's such a good platform and it's crazy when you see like massive like shenmue 3's one on yeah on yeah there. it's like shenmue 3 was one of those games that kind of went down the half life 3 sort of route where you just oh, would just maybe, never you just expecting it to never ever come out do we need to crowdfund half-life 3 is that what we need to do <laughs> i think we do yeah let's just get the guys let's that did black that. mesa to do it yeah let's start that <laughs> yeah literally the it guys like that did black mesa. it does it does oh mate one day one day if we have to kickstart we'll kickstart it yeah, cut it's, this out but we can just skip down with the money when it all comes in yeah we'll give the guys some uh the yeah, team did Black Mesa a bell. <laughs> get them on the boat. How would you yeah. bail out, mate? <laughs> just get rid Change of our names. Just get rid. <laughs> Fly to a private island. Yeah. Oh, mate. Right, was there any more that you wanted to talk about in particular? Yeah, there's um, Super Hot. Yeah, what the, like, gunslinger kind of weird-ass physics game. Yeah, really cool game. Um, didn't know that was crowdfunded. And uh, I had a lot, lot of fun playing that. It was a really enjoyable one. Uh, another one that's very me is Hand of Fate. Have you ever played right. that? No, I don't think I have. I don't even have even heard of it. It's like a roguelike uh, card game. Um, yeah, that's a bit of you. Yeah, that's it's a bit, a bit of you. me. Yeah, yeah. It's really, it really is a bit of me, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like... Uh, it's got like deck building stuff in it. It's a bit like an RPG as well. Um, it's like, I don't know, Dungeons and Dragons meets a card game meets roguelike shit. Oh, wicked. What's it called? Hand of Fate? Yeah. I think there's a second one out now, but I haven't played the second one. I love a little deck builder. Like, when I get into it, I always quite, quite find them quite daunting to start with. But when I get into it, I'm like, yeah, I'm like properly addicted to this now. Same. Yeah, I'm really bad for that. It doesn't take me much to get addicted to those games. Nah. <laughs> Well, there's one massive one on here which I wanted to talk about because it's quite quite a story, and yeah. that's um, Star Citizen. Yeah. Yeah. So 
So this originally, <laughs> yeah, put your seatbelts on, put your space seatbelts on. So I, I don't know. Space if, belts. If, if, <laughs> yeah, put your space belts on. That's a much better name. <laughs> Have you pl- have you seen much of this? No, I haven't. Oh my god! Right, so it's it's basically. Did you ever play Freelancer? Nope. So the guy that so Freelancer just really quickly was like a space trading slash story game where you play as a freelancer. I can't remember his name, but it came out years and years ago. It was like early noughties, and you basically have a ship and you fly around. You land at different planets, you can trade commodities, but there's a story and there's like aliens in it. It's a bit kind of like Mass Effect, I think was, you could say you might have been inspired by it quite a bit. Okay. And it was really, really good. And they never made a sequel. So the guy that was a big part of the freelancer game kind of split off and wanted to make this like enormous sci-fi inspired Basically, well, yeah, not sci-fi inspired, but just a massive sci-fi game where you can have like dog fights in space. Like, there's a first-person version, blah 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 blah. And it basically started 11 years ago in 2012. <laughs> this originally kickstarted, nice. right? Guess how much it's raised now over 11 years? I don't know. It's got to be millions. Just have a guess. Uh, 4.8 million. <laughs> Five hundred million dollars in space, <laughs> over five hundred million dollars. That's it's mad. Like, how much did it cost to make GTA? <laughs> it can't be far off that. <laughs> how much did it cost to it? But how so much that... <laughs> did it cost to make GTA Five? How much did it cost to make? GTA Sorry, how much 5? did you say? Five hundred million. Five hundred million dollars. In all reports, state that Grand Theft Auto V cost a whopping two hundred and sixty-five million to develop and publish. <laughs> yeah, it's just mental, isn't it? Half the price. Yeah, half the price, and this game's not even finished either. What? So, yeah. is, what is the return expected on that? I d- it's mental, isn't it? I think they've just phoned it in and just gone. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> it's, it's never good. It's not coming out. Are they are they like panic stations now? They're they're spending that money trying to build a real spaceship to just yeah, get off to the fly planet away because they're like we yeah. can't deliver this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the moment, there's still no clear release date, though it is in it is now in alpha. It has been for 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 a while. But honestly, mate, the there's like different modes of play. There's a flight combat simulator. There's a single player story campaign with an all star cast of Gary Oldman. Mark Hamill, Gillian Anderson, Mark Strong, Liam Cunningham, Andy Serkis, and John Rhys Davis are all in it. Oh my god, I need this game to come out. Yeah, I'm really surprised you've not you've not seen anything on it before. But it's it looks like it could be like you know an absolute just ten out of ten. But it's just been plagued with issues and countless delays. Mm. I think a lot of it, a lot of the key members of the development team have said there's been poor micromanagement and things like that. There were delays, obviously. I think the expectation for the game as well was a hindrance in itself because so many people backed it. Yeah. And it kind of snowballed, snowballed. So and now, obviously, like it's raised over $500 million, which is absolutely insane. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But you watch some trailers on it and like you can play it. You can play the alpha and it does look excellent, but 
it's kind of petering out sort of not petering out it's being rolled out like slowly and it's just yeah. there's a delay on that and then there's a delay on this and then but it's one of those that's been going for 11 years now on kickstarter and that's mad isn't sadly it? it's not been fully delivered yet but 11 i years. really really hope that it gets to the point it gets to because it does look like and like could be absolutely phenomenal well like there's probably people who backed that who had died well, loads um, of people asked for refunds on it after a while. Like after a few years, like they did so many refunds on the game. But yeah, you're right. Like people, like a bit bleak, but people probably have backed it. <laughs> Literally died from like, old age waiting for Star Citizen to come out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? It's, it's crazy. When I was researching it, I was like, I can't. It's always been that game where it's like, asked, you know, well, it's in development, but it's never coming out. But it's in development, but it's still never coming out. And each year they delay thing and then they announce they've done like a new game mode for it. But yeah, yeah, one day, hopefully, you know, it's in alpha now. So fingers crossed we're on the right, the right path to getting it released. But Maybe I'll put it on my E3 predictions for next year. Yeah, <laughs> Star Citizen gets a full release finally. <laughs> yeah. Nah, never gonna happen. <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to mention that because it's... I think it's probably the most, I don't want to say controversial, but it's it's clearly like been through a lot of ups and downs through the development. And the fact that it's yeah. raised over $500 million now through... It's very just impressive, isn't it? Through base, people who are well aware of its development issues, <laughs> but they believe in the product so, so strongly that they're just like, yeah, I'm just going to back it anyway. Yeah. Which is crazy. But yeah. there is There is one more... But I would like to give a shout out to. Yeah, go on then. Um, and it's probably the one that I've spent the most hours in for a Kickstarter game is Seven Days to Die. Right, okay. Yeah, you love lot this, don't you? Yeah, I've spent a lot of time playing this. Um, yeah, just zombie survival, like sandbox game, multiplayer, play with your friends. Yeah. Um, I've spent hundreds of hours playing that game. It's just really fun. Really, really good replayability, like... Minecraft levels of customization. Yeah. Um, and it just gets harder and harder the longer you stay alive. Yeah, I think I played it with you, didn't I, for a little bit? And then. We played a modded version. Oh, did we? Yeah. Yeah, I remember it put me on the map and I was, I was like 25 minutes away, <laughs> like actual real time. <laughs> you were like, yeah, the base is up here, mate. And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, I've, I'm. I'm hearing like my pants and there's lions and tigers just roaming around and the zombies aren't even here yet. <laughs> it's just a fucking mental game. Yeah, that that mod that we played, there's a video on my channel of just me and our, my friend Paul getting killed by a cow. <laughs> what? It's just like, radioactive cow. It's not even the zombies, it's just the it's just the cow. The cow killed us. <laughs> I did enjoy that. I don't know. I think, did I have, like, I must have had like connection issues or something, I think. I've still got it. I've still got it. We should play it. We should play more Yeah, we it. should play the base game at some point. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be up for that, man. Right. Are you happy with that then? Yeah. Anything else you want to cover? I mean, there's one more that deserves a shout out, but I'm Go not going to talk about it a lot because I haven't played a huge amount of it, but The Long Dark. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Have heard nothing but good things about that game, to be honest. Yeah, I played like, I don't know, 
maybe an hour of it. It's really good. Just another survival game, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but more like narrative based. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, as opposed to just surviving for the sake of it and to yeah, just exactly. going as long as you can. Yeah. yeah. You're trying to uncover like a story as you go. Yeah. Nice. I prefer it when games like survival games do that. It's much. It keeps you wanting to actually go back rather than, oh, I've built a giant castle now. I'm just going to delete the game. Lord over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there's loads on there as well that we've not mentioned, but I've, obviously crowdfunding in general, I love it. I think it's great. I think it's a f***ing awesome platform for indie devs to be able to get their product made or at least get it out there, definitely, for people that actually believe in it. And it's the easiest way, in it, to get a publisher involved because you just go, yeah, look how many people actually want to buy my game already and it's not yeah. even been made yet. <laughs> so, yeah. but yeah, nice. Gold star. Thumbs up. Michelin star for that. <laughs> right, Reflect Selects this week. I'm going to give it to Oxenfree 2 because it looks fucking sick. And it's out on Wednesday, the 12th of June on PC, PS5, PS4, Switch and Netflix. Oh, damn. Yeah, I didn't expect that, did you? <laughs> I did because I watched the video. Yeah, but... damn it. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Night School Studios is developer. They were purchased by Netflix. So it's going to be able to... Yeah, you can play it on Netflix if you want. I don't know. I've never used... I've never played a game. I've never played a game on Netflix before. I'm assuming if you've got a PlayStation 5 or something, or a PS4, you just use the controller. The controller. Stream it. Or do you reckon they just do it like... Mobile version of it, and you can only play it on your your phone or your... Yeah, like with the touch. Yeah. And it brings up the buttons on the screen. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, do you know what? I might try it. I might try it when it comes out, just just to let you know. Yeah, I think it'd be worth it. it. But yeah, I've, we spoke about this quite a bit in last week's episode, um, so I had to do it because I love the original game and this looks more of the same, but carrying on the story. Uh, I'm probably going to have a playthrough of like four to six hours, which is perfect for me personally at the moment. Nice little narrative adventure game. But yeah, Reflect Selects, Oxenfree 2, Lost Signals. That's, That's out. very good. Out on Wednesday the 12th of June on Netflix. <laughs> Check so it out. If you've got Netflix, you can just play it. Check it out on Netflix. Dum-dum. <laughs> <laughs> right, what you got coming out on Loot the Truth this week then? We've got a highlights video coming out this week. Nice. It's called Rocket League Super Mashup. Oh, nice, mate. Rocket League videos, the best ones. Rocket League Super Mashup. It is the one in which we have our meltdown over the egg pun football player names. <laughs> yeah, okay, nice. Yeah, yeah, I remember this. Yeah. Titus Scramble. <laughs> Titus Scramble. Dwight Yolk. Dwight Yolk. <laughs> oh, I can't remember what the other ones were. There was a terrible one on there, and I can't remember. Oh, was it like you were, you were getting... Egwin van der Sar. <laughs> Egwin van der Sar. <laughs> the, the best one was Egg de Davids. <laughs> it doesn't even. Egg, egg de. Egg de Davids. Egg de Davids. Oh, oh it doesn't man. even work. It doesn't even oh. work, but it had to be done. Graham Souflainess. <laughs> oh, mate. Mate, that's a banger. Mate, we're ruining them all. You have to watch. You have to watch. That the one's video. not even in there, mate. That one's that's, oh, that's original a, content. That's a freebie, mate. That's off the cuff. 
Yeah, okay, but watch cool. that video for that. Do you remember the ones that we got ChatGPT to try and come up with? Yeah, that, that was the ones I was thinking of. They were awful. <laughs> excellent Wilfred Tsar. <laughs> that was it. It was like the excellent Wilfred Tsar. It's like, no, <laughs> you can't. You can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. You think you're f***ing clever. You know that clever, though. You know that clever, though, are you? Don't get comedy, do you? Nah. Well, okay, do I, to be honest. <laughs> nah, mate. Graham Souflanus. That's unbelievable. Back yourself. <laughs> Not as good as Edgar Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, class. Right, is that out on Loot the Truth this week? Yeah. Wicked. Right, that'll do us then this week. Oh, Edgar Davids. <laughs> just gone. <laughs> I'm just gone. Well, thank you as always for joining us, mate. Oh, mate, no problem. No problem. Thanks for having me. And, uh, and uh, thanks for listening. And we'll see you all in episode 19. Smell you later. <laughs> That's the worst one yet. <laughs> That's the worst one yet. <laughs> <laughs>